0: Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A Z.fm. Hello, hello, hello.
1: Welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Christine McIver, for another riveting show. We were having some fun in the backstage, getting ready for the show, and we're like, Okay, 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 what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? That's what's really fun about some of our shows is that we know that the subject wants to be spoken to and we don't know exactly the words that we are going to be using. So tonight, I have a guest with me, which should be interesting. Daniel Carter is my guest, and our show topic is showing up to the party. And even showing up to the party when you have no clue exactly what you're going to be doing. So when <laughs> just before... <laughs> There she is. There's a giggle. Just before I bring Danielle on to speak, because obviously she's here already, um, I just want to tell you a little bit about myself. If you've never tapped into any of my shows, I am a possibilities coach. And what I do is I work with individuals and organizations to co-create the living and loving that they desire with all the possibilities that are available in the universe. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator an energy healer, radio show host, and producer. I build websites. I facilitate classes. I do a lot of different things, all with the target of creating more in the world. If you're desiring to have more possibilities show up in your life, in your relationships, in your bank account, in your business, I would love to have a conversation with you. I do have specific... um, There we go. There goes my brain. Off. there we go. So I do have specific courses that I facilitate. Um, One of them is called Beyond the BS, Business Studies. We are having a great time in expanding some people's businesses that are in that class right now. I also have a program called Divorce with Dignity. If you are thinking about concluding a relationship, if you're in the middle of it, or if you've actually... Finish the paperwork, but there's still a lot of hostility and anger. There. This program might be something you might be interested in. And I also have a program called Be the Dominatrix of Your Life. And that is partially about what we're talking about tonight. So it's really about showing up and making the demand. So if any of these pop for you, if you'd like to speak with me, you can connect with me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. So tonight, showing up to the party. Are you willing to show up to the party and have more fun than you've ever imagined? Even if someone judges you, even if no one else shows up, even if you look incredibly silly, what if showing up tonight could actually create more laughter than you can actually imagine? So my guest, Danielle Carter, is a pretty amazing woman. She spent most of her life ignoring her body, living only in her mind. She was a successful radio producer and TV promotion manager and was finding no satisfaction in her job. She's often heard saying the world was not a better place at the end of the day because of what I had done. She went in search for more. Through her mother's health talk radio show, she was introduced to the tools of Access Consciousness and Right Body For You and found the more that she was looking for. And much to her delighted surprise, the more included discovering her body and the joy that it could be once again as a side effect of letting go of the energetic limitations of her life and acknowledging the consciousness of her own body, her body shifted and changed dramatically, including at a height of five five feet, two inches tall, dropping 10 sizes in four months using no gimmicks, just consciousness and communion with the body. Once extremely shy, I really do think that's a typo, Danielle has now co-authored the book, Right Body for You. She hosts her own weekly radio show here on our station and travels the world speaking and facilitating transformative classes, including her popular Right Body for You workshops. Are you ready for your life and body to change? If you are and you'd like to connect with it, Danielle. You can do so at www.donielle.com, and that's D O N N I E L L E. Welcome, Miss Kata, to the show.
2: Now, wouldn't it be a hoot if I didn't show up when the whole thing was like
1: being willing to be a leader even if no one shows up? Okay, and there's her humor. That's exactly what she does. <laughs> oh, my God, you're cracking me up. <laughs> I, I used God, to be
2: shy. I, I swear, I, it's not a typo. I totally,
1: totally believe it's a typo.
2: <laughs> so, wow, that that sounded pretty cool on paper. I hadn't read that in a long time.
1: <laughs> you do kind of sound cool on paper. Some
2: people, if you want to show up to the party, write something cool and then have somebody else read it. <laughs> Totally. Actually, you know that might not be a bad idea. Or have somebody who likes you write it.
1: It kind of does help, right? It's, it, you know, somebody likes you and they write it. Yeah, it could be a completely different write-up if somebody. So this woman, <laughs> completely different energy. If somebody doesn't like you, anyway. Well, yes.
2: And, well, and how many times do we not like ourselves? And it's like we oh, want wow. to play down and and be the humble, and, you know, it's like, oh, no, I'm not really that cool, you know. I just, I wrote
1: that one a while ago, so I'm like, I forgot about that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's really interesting. So how much do we, w- when we're going into the trying to be, uh, trying to pretend that we're all not that, all not that, wow, English is not my first language tonight, um, we're not all that. Do we actually <laughs> we're not show, all that. We're not all that. Do we not actually show up to the party?
2: Yeah, Yeah, I know. And, 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 totally, totally. I mean, it, uh, you know, for me, for a long time, I was trying to justify that I could show up at the party and then thinking I still fell short of being able to show up to the party or everybody else showed up to the party looked so much cooler and was so much cooler than I was. So I'm just going to sit here with my few people who know me and just be quiet. Not quite the wallflower anymore. Used to be. Or not even go right. to the party. And and then just be like, I'll just be over here and hopefully somebody will see me and see how fantastic I am. And then they'll be like, oh, have you met Danielle? She's fantastic. But that was always looking outside of me. And, you know, I never became the leader in my own life until I went, you know,
1: I'm, I'm not that bad. Right. <laughs> well, and I enjoy having about- my own party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's another conversation. <laughs> We need, psychi- we need a psychiatrist for that one. <laughs> the voices in my head keep me great company. Hello. <laughs> An entrepreneur's life. <laughs> how, much, though, how much, though, like if we look at really like showing up to the party, so if you're a teenager, right, and and you mm-hmm. show up to the party and how much you do – hold back and you wait you wait to be acknowledged you wait to be seen you you wait to see yeah. who it is that's our friend we 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 do a lot of waiting and we don't we might our bodies may walk into the party right our bodies may walk Physically, into the party but yeah. right however do we really show up to the party Right, so pro no, right. How much are we actually not showing up, really showing up to the party, and I mean, this whole thing about not like always like worrying about being silly, looking silly if we show up, right, Mhm, and how much are we gauging being who we truly be based on other people's responses, or well and well the fear in our head of what the other people's responses will be. Well, and it's interesting that you talk
2: about being silly because it's like, you know, my life is pretty much nonstop silly. It's just some of it I actually let out and share with people. Um, But then there's that looking silly. You know, it's like I was stupid. I looked like an idiot You know, that kind of thing, which I know a lot of people, including myself, have functioned from for a very long time. It's like, you know, for me, when I was younger, that teenager, as long as I was cracking a joke, I was in control Uh of how they were judging me. And that was different than being made fun of or, or having somebody look at me like I was ridiculous or trying too hard me cracking a joke being that silly was my way of controlling their judgment.
1: Wow. So it's like, yes. Yeah. That's very How cool. many people do that? Right. And how many, how many comedians have we actually heard talk about, you know, very famous comedians talk about their lives and what actually had them step into being a comedian as a young person that, you know, how many of them are still doing this today that they're using it at a, as a mask? I mean, we all know um, Robin Williams, right? We know that mm-hmm. he was dealing with emotional, um, emotional issues. And then, um, who is it that just came out with a book? Um, oh, rock star! I just saw it. Sorry, it's. To- I can see him, and I cannot and I get don't his know. name. He. Oh, uh, yeah. We we haven't talked about this, but he he's a very famous rock star. And, uh, he just came out with a book and talked about how he struggled. He has struggled for years and years, uh, with the emotional piece of it, but puts on the quote unquote show, right? Which is the face that shows up that no one, no one really knows who that person is. Right. Right. Because we're only willing to allow so much out there. So how many places and spaces are we actually not showing up? And,
2: you know, it's interesting, you just said something, it it came and it went the, oh, for me, personally, I didn't find any uh, satisfaction or I didn't have any separation or a facade once I, even, the more I became out in the public eye, the more I did radio shows, the more I taught classes, the more I did everything. What's interesting is the more I had no separation between who i be in class who i be on a show and who i be in the world mhm i that's when i actually felt like me and felt happier and was just content with me now i'm not saying there are some things i won't say on air there's you know there's discretion let's say um but you know for the most part i am me whether you and I are having a conversation on air with people listening or just the two of us together. And so, you know, for me, once there was none of that separation, none of that, okay, I'm in public now, I'm this person. Mm-hmm. Once I got rid of that, I was true to me. Now, that being said, it doesn't mean I'm not, I can't, I am I have the ability to uh, connect with people on however they are. You know whatever they require, but I'm still me at the heart of it. Right. And for me, that's one of the things being a leader. It's like I'm whatever is they need me to be, but I'm always me. And for me, that's right. being a leader in my own life.
1: Yeah, and and I mean, and showing up to the to the party doesn't mean that you have to, you know, air all your dirty laundry publicly no. or. Or that you have to um, tell everybody every little thing that drives you crazy. However, if there is something inside of you that you're hiding from, even from yourself, how much are you actually showing up to your own party? Right? Yeah. Like, exactly. like last night. No- well, we're gonna we're gonna go for a break in a minute, but I just want to say, you know, there was something that occurred in my life last night, and um, in in communication with someone. And it really, really triggered something in me, and I contacted you, Danielle, and I just said, "I need some help with this and I was yes. willing to go, okay like what it what am i what am I creating here that's creating this mm-hmm. insanity?" So I was willing to look at myself and really show up to the party of my own insanities. In order to create more of, of the true party I wish to have in my life.
2: Right. And you're willing to receive it. And you, you called me because you knew, well, first I was up and two. (laughs) True (laughs) story. Let's face it. I'm two hours behind her. There's more chance I was up. Um, (laughs) but you knew I, you knew I would judge you and you knew I would encourage you to be vulnerable. As you've done for me so many times, you know, that's one of the great things about this is it's like, okay, it's my turn. I get to be (laughs) crazy and insane. Will you you help me look at this? Um, But that's also showing up to the party as being vulnerable and not judging yourself because of what we discover, but just like, oh, okay, that's working or not working. Change, okay. Right. Yeah, Exactly.
1: So we, we've we got a lot more to say about this. I could just feel it kind of building. So if you would love to connect with Danielle, ask her some questions right now, or myself, or just laugh with the two of us on air, please feel free to come on over uh, to adazen.fm, and you're welcome to join the chat room. It's on the menu bar, or you can call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us, F M. And when we get back from break, we will continue this conversation about are you willing to show up to your own party? So stay tuned, everyone. You are listening to Inspired Choices with my guest, Danielle Carter. We'll be right back.
3: For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com.
0: This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255. Talk or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking around. We do have a wonderful guest. My dear friend, Danielle Carter, is here with us tonight, and we are talking about showing up to the party. And the party is the party of your life. This is what we're talking about. Danielle and I do spend a great deal of time laughing and creating our own party, whether it's alone in our own brains or with each other or other <laughs> people in the world. <laughs> sometimes so true. Sometimes that can be the best party, right? You're just in your own head laughing. But I, we, totally. I know I love to share a party with somebody else because it's actually so much more fun when you're when you're sharing your crazy with someone else. <laughs> so maybe the show should be called "Are You Willing to Share Your Crazy." <laughs> Well see,
2: therein lies the difference between Christine and I. She's like, Yay, more people and I'm like, Ugh, more
1: people <laughs> <laughs> You're hilarious. So if you would like to connect with Danielle, tripping. you could, if you would like to connect with Danielle, she's at Danielle dot com. D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L E dot com. And um Danielle is actually going to be here physically in I live in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And Danielle is actually going to be here um, next week. You will be here in Toronto and we're going to be doing a class here in Toronto, the Right Body for You classes that you facilitate around the world. And we're excited about that. Um, they begin Friday evening, but the party starts here at my place on Monday evening. So how much mischief can we do yes, between Monday and Friday? <laughs> oh
2: dear heavens. If Toronto suddenly explodes, you know what? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Should we tell the story about how you showed up to the party a year ago but didn't really show up to the party? Sure, sure. It's quite a story. <laughs> it you is know, quite sometimes a story. We become
2: friends in the funniest ways.
1: Right. I mean, it's so funny. So I had actually uh, asked Danielle to come to Toronto to host uh, or to facilitate the Right Body for You classes. Last was it last April,
2: Danielle?
1: You'll know the dates better than yes, me. I think.
2: May, March,
1: April, April, March, March. Okay, and <laughs> so March. it was last March, March 2015, and uh, she did physically bring her and her body here to Toronto, Um, and then um, about an hour before the class was to start, um, her body decided it was time to get rid of uh, one of its parts, (laughs) so she actually landed in the hospital um, and had her appendix removed,
2: which was quite an interesting journey of how I even got to that, having my awareness of the appendix, but that's the short version is... I didn't do the class, I had surgery. And then <laughs> Christine and her ultimate kindness went, You are because I I live in the US. I was supposed to go to Venice and the doctor's like, Yeah, no international traveling for at least five days I'm like but 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 and so Christine's like, And you are not staying in a hotel? I went, but and I didn't hardly know Christine. I mean we had bonded over ER. We had that
1: our experience. <laughs> okay, and just just for the record, it was a really uncomfortable beginning. Okay, I'm just like this woman is. You know, you know how some people are super loud when they're in pain, like they're complaining and bitching and so on. Danielle is already a pretty quiet person. I didn't know her that well at that time. She got more quiet. So I'm like. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Like going, like I literally, like in my head, my my head, my my brain was spinning around, looking in all directions. Like what do I do? Like what do I where Um, uh, uh, I don't. Oh shit! And Danielle, Danielle obviously facilitates the right body for you classes, so she's kind of an important. An important arm of the business of Access consciousness, and the whole while we're in ER, I just kept thinking, "Oh my God, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness. Gary's going to kill me if she dies. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> this is this is what. What's was funny is you didn't it You didn't just play it
2: in your head. You kept saying it. <laughs> Gary's going to kill me. I'm like, he's not going to kill you. No, I think he's going to kill me, and I'm like, no, he's not. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing is, even throughout this whole time, we laughed. I mean, yeah. even though I was in severe hunched over pain, I kept my sense of humor. And, you know, I mean, granted, it ended with me having surgery, but it wasn't one of the worst experiences of my life. <laughs> we laughed, we joked, we, yeah. we sat between people who were being blasphemous and prejudiced and
1: another person who was trying to have a bowel movement and we're just like... (laughs) And they kept giving them an enema and we're like literally between that shit and crazy. Like literally, you guys, we were between that shit and crazy. And I'm sitting there going, I, I honestly was like, this has got to be a nightmare because I don't know what the hell to do. But the really cool thing, and I, I love that you just brought that up, is that even during that experience, even during you know going and picking you up after uh, when you were able to be released, and then and then being at home, and you were in physical pain. And what was really cool was you kept showing up. And it's so easy for us in our lives for us to just shut down. And I think, I think. There's a big difference between taking a nurturing break and running and hiding and shutting down. Right? If we're really willing if yeah, if we're really, really willing to show up to the party of our lives, we're willing to look at the good, the bad, the crazy, the insanity and and really really go, Okay, cool, this is an interesting creation. And what I really appreciate from that experience with you, Danielle. Danielle said something that kind of pissed me off. The first night we were together, <laughs> just, just one, just one thing. I've said so many things just, since then, you know, but this is I, just
2: the first one.
1: Just the first one. She, I don't know what I asked her, and and she, she, if you know Danielle. Danielle is um, very straightforward. She's very pragmatic. She's very, you know, th- th- this is the facts, okay? And she said to me, um, whatever I'd asked her, she said, no, um, you know, I I just choose easy. I Like we talked about being ease, joy, and glory, and you said, I just choose easy. I don't do it that way. I choose easy. And at that time, not knowing her very well, I thought, well, aren't you an arrogant little son of a gun? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those were not the words in my head, by the way. <laughs> and, and, I like, and, I, wow. and I knew I'd piss you off. Like, me, like, me, 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 <laughs> me,
2: <laughs> Because and I'm sure you thought that I meant everything is easy for me, whereas I was saying I take everything with ease, even being in the emergency room, even pissing you off. I'm like, I can have ease with that.
1: That's Okay. Right, and it was it was wonderful. I mean, I am a visual learner, Danielle, so thank you.
2: <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: You should pay the hospital
2: bill. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Listen, I paid the price of having to deal with that secretary. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. You did go to the map for me for that
2: crazy back secretary.
1: <laughs> yes, anyway, so what I really want to get to, the point that I really want to get to is, is how you, no matter what was happening, you were showing up. You were showing up with, hey, I'm in, this is what's occurring in my physical body. You were showing up, even having a very um, important conversation with the doctor, you know, where some people are like, I can't have the conversation. You need to make the decision for me. I can't think, right? <laughs> You were like, no, you were present with the doctor, and and you were yeah. present with the insane nurses who thought you were a <laughs> pin cushion. Um, you 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 literally were showing up, and then and then they gave her some medication to ease the intensity, and and then she says, you know, in the next breath, she says, um, do you have a piece of paper and a pen? Can you take it out and take these notes for the class? And I'm looking at her like what in the world is going on right now? No, I'm, I'm like, like I, I have to... do it. <laughs> I had to, because I had somebody
2: pinch hitting for the class that had never taught the class, so I'm like, okay, she needs the structure of the class. She needs to know <laughs> what we need to do and where to go so she's not just winging it for two and a half days. It was so fucking funny, but I'm like, yeah, I got shit to do, man. I don't care right. if I'm in
1: the hospital. Right. So how but many of us, said, honestly, yeah, but how many of us honestly are not willing to be the leader of our lives and show up, right? And we use the stories and the excuses to run away, which is actually creating the exact opposite of what we really desire. Everything that brought up tons of God let's just try on great at all. That energy got really thick. I'm like, What happened? People. You what yeah. So have people bought into the lie have people bought into the lie that they get to use excuses sometimes to check out of showing up to the oh. party that they desire to have. Heck yeah, and emotion is one of the best.
2: I'm so right. sad I can't do that. Or right. I'm in the hospital, I can't do that. I did do that for tw- – actually, I didn't do that for 24 hours. I was on my phone and Skype on in the hospital bed. I'm a sick woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, it, again, it's okay to take a, a, a minor, you know, a minor exit stage left yes. <laughs> to take care of some oh nursery, Right. <laughs> so I took, a, I took an exit stage left this afternoon and had a lovely, oh, my God, nap. For an hour and a half, my body was like, lay down. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, yeah. And I
2: had a massage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was just amazing. And was and so like, yeah, we may work hard, but we do take time for ourselves
1: and our bodies. And what's, you know, after we come back from the break, I would love to get into more of what's the difference between choosing to step forward in nurturing and choosing to check out. What, what are some of the telltale signs that you see, Danielle, with the, what people are doing? And where actually we can be the own, our own alarm clock to like, hey, you're checking out. You're actually running away again, as opposed to choosing something that's going to be nurturing. So cool. we are going to go for our second break of the night. Wow, it's going pretty quickly. How does that happen? Um, you are listening to... Oh,
2: I know well, you know, I you, did my show today was Time Wasn't Real, so Oh, that was my show kidding.
1: earlier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, you're listening to Inspired Choices here with the ever-giggly Danielle Carter. When we get back, we will dive more into checking out or showing up. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255. Talk. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now back to the program.
1: Hello, welcome back everyone. So tonight we have Danielle Carter with us and we are talking about showing up to the party. And before we went to break, I had said I'd love to talk about the markers of when we're running away you know, really avoiding, or when we're actually choosing to step in another direction to nurture what are some of the telltale signs that you see with people, Donia? a dull look in their eyes, a you dull look in their cheek
2: that was a joke, no, but you know some people if you have to explain it, it's not funny. <laughs> There's there's lesson for today. Um but I was saying, you know, don't look like there's nothing there. But what's honestly one of the things that I noticed that when people are running away, instead of taking that time for themselves, um, they loop in their stories. You know, have you ever talked with anybody and they just keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over again? They loop with their story and they stop asking questions about other possibilities in the world. They've already given up. They're like frozen in that one moment of time and that's just all there is. Uh, So, you know, for me, it's like if I can facilitate somebody, whether it's me sometimes, my friends or in a session or in a class, to help them see that they can move beyond that point and ask a question. And for me, often humor plays a part in that. You know, it's like, If you can be amused at the insanities of this world, you tend to unstick the seriousness and intensity and limitation that tends to be around it. So for me, if somebody's checking out instead of just like taking a break, there's no change with them. They loop, sometimes very physically and literally loop in their conversation. So for me, that's one of those telltale signs. It's like, how many times have you told me this story? Or I've even had some people and it's so it's so interesting to have a conversation with somebody like this because they will say, blah, 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 blah. And I'll say, okay, well, what about blah, blah, blah? And they'll look at me, kind of blink, literally just stare at me and blink. That's kind of what I meant about that they'll look in the eyes, stare at right. me and blink and just keep going on with their story. It's like I didn't even talk. It's really interesting. Right. Um so, so yeah. So for me that's one of those.
1: <clears throat> a lot of the time um when when people are going blank on you and they're they're repeating, they're repeating, um do you have a tool uh besides asking them a question? Is there another tool to help them identify that they're checking out or do you just allow them to go where they go and, while you ask the question? Um,
2: (laughs) smart ass answer aside, really, it depends on where they are. Sometimes you can actually reach them. And that's when I ask myself a question, whether it's like I said, whether it's a facilitating situation or whether it's a friend, um, if they're just going on and on and I'm like, wow, can they even hear me? Can they receive anything? I'm asking myself this for my own awareness. You know, part of me choosing to have ease is to never turn off my awareness even though it can get really uncomfortable sometimes. And so when I ask these questions, I'm asking it of myself. I'm like, can they hear anything? Can they receive anything? And sometimes they can't. So I just listen. I'm like, okay, 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 uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then sometimes I'm like, ooh, opening. And I'm like, hey, what about this? And, you know, there is an energetic bitch slap sometimes. And if they can receive something... I've actually done this with in sessions or with friends. I'll be like, "Hey, look at me." I picked this up from a two-year-old or three-year-old, whatever, two to four. She would go, "Mom, look at me," to like really get the attention. And so I'll actually uh, do that. I'll call their, I'll call their name and go, hey, "Look at me." And there's such an intensity of energy that they literally go, "Yes, yeah, huh?"
1: Right. There's and then they're this back
2: demand. Present. Yeah, they're back right.
1: present. And then we have a conversation. Right. Um it's interesting I was coaching with a uh, a client today um and we were doing it over um over the internet, right? And like using a video system. And um as I'm speaking to her and speaking to her all of a sudden and the internet connection wasn't that super great, but all of a sudden I could just see she just checked out, right? And I'm like, "Um are you here?" Right? Like I just <laughs> really like, "Look at me. Are you here?" And she's like, yes. oh, my gosh, did I – these are her words. Oh, my gosh, did I check out. Yeah. So how many people out there, Danielle, are actually not even aware that they're checking out of their lives? But what is actually occurring is chaos or dissatisfaction or, you know, emotion, negative emotions of sadness and, and loneliness or whatever And one of the biggest things is they're not showing up. They're not willing to be present in the moment in their lives. And they're not making that demand of themselves that they actually fully show up.
2: Yeah. And, you know, and that's what we're talking about with this, you guys, is being the leader of your life is being present, showing up in your own life. You know, and as Christine said at the beginning, even if nobody else comes along, if you're showing up in your life,
1: you're the leader. That's what being a leader is. There and there's some there's some interesting energy around the word leader. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like in my head I collectively hear people say, You're damn straight I'm a leader right? It's like approving <laughs> <laughs> right. energy, right? Yeah. Or there's this other energy of like, shit, I don't want to be the damn leader, I'm gonna lead everybody down a hole.
2: Let, I, ran, I I let them off a cliff last time.
1: Yeah, remember that last time we all died? because you put me in the front. Don't put me in the front. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which is funny because on the show I'm like, I'll just follow your lead. <laughs> yeah, I'm like,
1: no. Can you say that again? I checked out. Carol, you <laughs> smarty. <laughs> I don't know whether – I don't. Carol's in the chat room. I don't okay. know whether she's being serious or a smart aleck because she's got a pretty – I mean, between her and Danielle, I don't know who has got a larger smart-ass uh, button. <laughs> like to tell you the God's truth. Ooh, um, we can have a smart-ass off in Toronto next week. Oh, a smart-ass off. So if you're listening, and this is prior to uh, September the 13th, 2016, and you would like to come – and meet Danielle at a bar's trade. We're doing it at my home here in the Toronto area. So please connect with me, Christine, at inspiredchoices.ca. We'd love to have you show up to the bar's trade and meet Danielle. And then, you know, we'll just keep you captive until Friday and take you to the class with us. Right, Danielle? Yes. <laughs> like Carol and I are going to have a smart ass off. <laughs> smart ass off. Okay, cool. So, um, yes, we have a number of comments in the chat room, which is really cool. And one of our uh, participants is saying, it's okay to be a leader, but it sucks when no one wants to follow. What do you say to that, Rhonda? Or Danielle? Oh, my gosh.
2: <laughs> in my head. <laughs> um, I don't actually want followers. For me, the energy of being a leader, and you know, and I looked up the definition of leader while we were talking, and one of the origins of this word is to inspire. And so it's like, for me, nobody does have to follow me for me to be a leader of my own life. For me, being a leader of my own life means that I am who I am, and I'm okay with that. Um, and one of my targets in life is to inspire people, but that doesn't mean they follow me. You know, so for me, something like this would be like, well, what's the value of having followers? Because there's are mm. different in inspiring people to be more of them and asking them to follow you. There's a big difference right. there. You
1: know, um, when you started to talk about this, about the following um I jumped into I just saw in my head like being on social media and you know how we like somebody's post we mm-hmm. we like what they say we like what you know you know a, a picture that they put up we like we like something right which is kind of showing I agree with you or I'm and or I'm giving you support right right and and a lot of us and I mean I'm not going to say that I'm innocent in this a lot of us you know, are looking for how many people like that. How many people? (laughs) Yeah. And now we've got all these ones, you know, we've got these different ones on Facebook where you can love it or you can, like, laugh about it or you can, you know. Now there's all the different emotions that you can put to it. Well, how many loves did you get? Well, how many likes did you get, right? So we're actually looking for that following through the social media. But how many people? I consciously when I am on social media, I'm consciously liking things like, hey, and you know, I could scroll through it very, very quickly because I'm, you know, I've got a lot on my plate. I don't spend a great deal of time in social media these days, but I could consciously just fly through it. But it's like, no, I want to give them support. But how many people are actually, I think it's kind of a lie that people aren't following all of us. I think that there are people that are following us. We don't even know who are following us. And the more that we step out, the more that people contact us and say, hey, you know what? I'm following you. I've been listening to your radio shows or I've been this and that. And it's like, really? I didn't know that. Well, what What if we don't actually need to know? What if we stepped out yeah. of the, the this insanity of the desire to know that we have a follower, right? And, and be validated. That's back to that and validation. And be validated, right. Now, this is different than having somebody at the party to play with. So if you want to have somebody at the party to play with, you actually have to ask them. So for all of the people out there who are leaders in their own life, would you be willing to ask people to show up to the party with you? Yes. Awesome. And everything that should (laughs) not allow that. That right, <laughs> wrong. they are gonna talk about all nine I know that you were reading. I know you were reading at that moment. I'm like, she's reading and processing what somebody just said.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, I am.
1: Um, and and as
2: you were saying, for me, that's that. You know, because we both get that. Of, I've been listening to your radio show. I did this. We had no idea. They've never liked anything of ours on Facebook. And for me, that is being the leader and the inspiration. You know, and it's in what's interesting is so many people have that. Well, when I become the inspiration for people, when I lead other people, it means I can't follow other people then. I have to be the leader of everything. Anyway, and that, that's so not true. Um, You know, I take the lead from other people. Other people inspire me. Just because you're being a leader doesn't mean everybody else has to be a follower of you, that that's your only role. Because being a leader is so different than what we've bought from before.
1: Right. Right, and so, and and as uh, this gentleman is saying, likes are a form of validation that makes someone feel good that they are on the same wavelength blank as as at least one other person. Right, I totally agree with that. And what if we could every day just go? It doesn't matter who's liking it. It doesn't matter. If someone's showing up or not, like I think we really need to get over this—that people aren't actually connecting with us on some level, even if it's just energetic, right? Yeah. Like there are times Absolutely. when there there are times when I'm not in communication with different people in my life that I would maybe speak to every day, right? Like you know, I, I'm going to say Rhonda jumped out of my head. So Rhonda and I are good friends. She's a producer on the the platform here and her and I often will connect in with each other. And if we don't, we can connect in energetically with each other and just say, hey, I'm thinking about you, right? And the next time we'll connect, we'll be often like, yeah, I was thinking about you the other day. I'm like, yeah, I knew that, right? So what if we are actually showing up to the party and connecting with other people, and, and other people are connecting with us, but we're looking for an outcome, that is actually stopping us from continuing to show up even more. Oh,
2: my gosh, yes. You know, you, that's just so freaking brilliant. Because in my classes, because I, I do these right by a few workshops, like next weekend in Toronto. woo so excited. And,
1: and it's being um, live streamed if you want to connect with us, too.
2: <laughs> yes. And um, when I had a point of view about I'm going to step into that room People are going to enjoy their bodies. They're going to heal. They're going to change. This is going to happen. I limited what was possible for them. Now when I step into the room, I'm like, you know what? I'm showing up. I'll be present, and I'm going to have a good time, and then whatever you choose, I'm going to facilitate you in that, and then, you know, lay seeds for more. I have actually become a better, more potent facilitator with having absolutely no point of view if any of them change anything or if any of them ever come to any of my classes again. I am more potent just by
1: being present in my life
2: and inviting them to whatever they're asking for.
1: So your eyes are not actually on the scoreboard. You're not actually watching your expectations and your targets, and that's that's assisting you in showing up even more. And inviting them to more, because
2: I'm getting out of my own way. Because the second I have any, like, okay, crap, um, uh, what's your name? Christine, in the class next week? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <It happened. laughs> Sorry. In the class next week, you know, you have to be 10% happier. I am actually creating a limitation for you to fight against. Right. And but if I come in and go, I'm going to have a good time. You want to have a good time with me? That's kind of like you're talking about inviting people to the party of your life. I'm like, I'm going to have a good time. You want to have a good time? Okay, cool. Let's see what shows up. And okay. it's
1: generally greater than what I planned or right. When I used to plan. So I time. just got, I just, this is what just popped into my head, is that how many people I have a, con- a conclusion immediately around what it means to show up to your life and how it has to look? which actually yeah, and the results them running away. And the results and the, yeah, so all of the expectations and what, you know, okay, so if I show up, we, it's like we have to show each other our report cards. Okay, so I showed up in my life, <laughs> this is what my report card says. What's yours say? Oh, damn, I lost again. Shit, right? How many yeah. of us are actually keeping score of our lives, which has us actually not showing up and enjoying, like, Damn! Could we enjoy oh my what we're
2: actually creating? And you know, and I know we're like wicked out of time, and we haven't even touched on comparing it to another and competition or money being the score. Oh my gosh, so much. Yeah, but yeah, there
1: are there are so many. You know what I? My target with this show tonight, honestly, my target was to be the invitation for people to have more enjoyment in their lives and to show up in. In whatever way, with the enjoyment, it's kind of like if, if in enjoyment was a big bubble and our lives were inside of the enjoyment bubble. Right? It's like whatever you're doing, will, would you be willing to show up and have enjoyment in it? And, yeah, and laugh along the way. And laugh along the way. Like, you know, ha- the laughter, I-, I actually did a, my last TV show that I did, I did it by myself. I don't know if you saw it, Danielle. I mean, if you didn't, you're a terrible friend. But anyway,
2: so um, it was – Well, really I only forgot me. your name, so
1: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, when you're sleeping, I'm going to throw water on you. Just saying. Just get ready. So you – I think you'll show up then. Um, and she'll many? film it for everybody. <laughs> of course I will. It'll be on live. It'll be Facebook Live while I <laughs> So make sure you wear clothes to band or don't, you know, depending on what you want to show up Wear, Um, anyways, but how many people are I don't even know what I was saying. I have no idea. I just completely lost my mind. Oh, I did this T V show I did this T V show yes. about just laughing. When things get intense in our lives, when things get um to the point that we wanna scream and yell and run away or cry or beat somebody or, you know, just jump off a building where, you know, if we would infuse some laughter first, which is kind of when what we've talked about in Access Consciousness is interesting point of view, right? Kind of take the charge off of stuff. The laughter yeah. can actually begin to take the charge off of it and give us some space to look at what is what is a contribution, what's working, what isn't working. Oh yeah.
2: Like I said, it, for me, it shakes loose that solidity or that insanity or actually helps see a different possibility instead of just looking at it going, oh, crap, oh, crap, oh,
1: crap, oh, crap, oh, crap. Right. So, Danielle, final thoughts um, from you on and how we can show up to the party of our lives and whether, you know, you're in the middle of uh, a divorce, whether you're in the middle of, you know, bankruptcy, you know, fighting with everybody in your family, how... What would you say to people um, how they can show up in their lives and and really have some enjoyment in them in the midst of anything that's going on? Well, you know, besides the laughter
2: thing, I'm going to go back to having the choice to have ease with everything. You know, because, you know, the mantra of access is all of life comes to you with ease, joy, and glory. And, you know, just like when I said that to you, I wasn't saying only good things happen. But you can have choice how you react to it. Um, and so for me, that is one of those things is just choosing to have ease. Do you want to freak out or do you want to take a deep breath and go, okay, what's going on here and what else can I choose? Um, for me, that's that ease is, right. oh, I used to be one of those freaks. who would be like, ah, scream my head off. And then I went, okay, <laughs> okay, first off, this is funny. I did insanity well and... <laughs> Right. Um, If I had ease with this, how could it look differently? And what other energies present by yourself? Right. Itself. And,
1: and there's nothing wrong with freak out. It's just you want to stay there. Do mm-hmm. you want to take a suitcase and set up shop there? Or would you like to just visit it occasionally and then walk away? So, wow. Exactly. the fastest show. Oh, my God. Um, thank you so much, Danielle. Again, if you'd like to connect with Danielle, it's myselfinspiredchoices dot ca. We would love to have you connect with us here live in Toronto coming up September the 12th uh, through the 20th. Danielle will be here in her class. So thank you, everyone. Come on back next week. We'll have another brilliant show. Bye.
0: Thanks for laughing. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.